Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to part two of the Scobro Show. I am behind the steel curtain editor, Dave Schofield, coming at you, as always, with my big brother, Rich. Rich, you need another short breath? Another quick short breath yeah. as I welcome everyone <laughs> to the Bro Show. To the Bro Show. So, bro uh, show. yes, I was I was asked if... And uh, it's about to be a show. <laughs> yeah, that, if, that if the other show with spelled like Sco coming up with the big play, how we felt about our other brother um, getting that getting that strip in the game. Um, Which, I, by the way, I, we need to have him on, and then we just need yeah. to, to title our show the SCHO Bro SCHO, and it'll still yeah. be the Sco Bro yeah, Show. Sco Bro Show. Yes. Um, I probably, I've ran out of people. I Just for that play alone, I, I should have put uh, Joe Schobert up in contention for the game ball. Because that know, was he came back to his, that was, old, that to his old team and made that play. He should have been because honestly, being going against his old team, he probably should have had a game ball. I should have had him in there, but uh, I was trying to get everything ready to go out trick or treating with my kids. And afterwards, I'm like, yeah, that's he should have been there. Um, I had been Roethlisberger, who PFF thought still played terrible, well, which is funny because they're looking at what quarterbacks do and push it down the field and not, did you manage the game well and win the game? So Correct. I digress. Which is so, why I don't worry, you know, at certain times yeah. I don't worry about their scores. Yeah, so. I like, like I said, I like to look at their scores just to see if they see what I see. And I had one today in the article because the, the defense article will be out tomorrow. Um, but the one today for offense that did really bother me, and they're like, well, don't you understand PFF? No, I understand PFF. But how do you give somebody a score of zero? Yeah, I know. How do you just how do you say that you did? Because uh, to me, a score of zero is you did nothing. This is coming from a teacher. Okay. If I have a kid that takes a test, in order for them to get a zero on that test, they have to either do absolutely nothing or have absolutely nothing that they got correct. You either have to not answer any of the questions or answer. I mean, like if it's a multiple choice test. I did had a lot of teaching physics, a lot of free response. I mean, my goodness, if all you did was write the right equation that you're going to use for the problem, you're going to get a point, you know. But they say that Dan Moore Jr. had a zero in pass blocking. Did he have a rough game? Sure. Was it because the guy across from him was really, really, really good? Sure. Did he get beat on a lot more plays than what he succeeded? Well, it depends on your definition of success. If your definition of success is that he didn't get to the quarterback and the Steelers had a successful play, then that's all he was going to be asked to do against Miles Garrett. To ask him to go out there and actually dominate him every play, that's not what the Steelers were asking of their fourth-round rookie. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So that's it. That's how it goes. So um, let's get into this, Rich. Big play. Big play. Steelers, under two minutes, line up for the 28-yard field goal. It's – is it was it fourth and nine on the 11? It was on the 11-yard line, and I know they could get a first down. Now, without it was technically down. just barely outside the 10. Okay, so was it – Okay, so, the, the, the okay. first down marker was, was really, I mean, just inches shy of the one-yard line. Gotcha. Okay. So, basically, it's a fourth and goal. It's a, is, you know, fourth, fourth and goal. Um, almost. I mean, you, you, like I said, could have got the, could have got the first down there. Three, three game, less than two minutes. Remember, and I still think this is extremely key that you got to remember. 
Steelers get the second half kickoff. Instead of get going for the three points, the Steelers took a shot at a fake field goal. Now, I don't know anybody in their right mind that doesn't say, uh, yeah, the execution was terrible. Can we agree right. on that part? Oh, yeah. It, it, the execution was terrible. For all the reasons Mike Tallman said directly right at the end yeah. of the game. Okay? Like, it, like he nailed it. He knew that. My, You're going to see, because Dave and I very much different. This Dave, Dave, Dave was a little more for the play. I was very much against the play. Okay? Now, Dave tried to get at me right away and say, oh, hey, of course you didn't like the play, because the outcome was terrible. I said, no. I yelled stupid when Boswell caught the ball mm-hmm. on the snap before the play even unfolded. I have mm-hmm. Kyle and my wife and probably neighbors across the street who can verify because that's how loud I yelled it. Um, I didn't like it for some of what you just said, because I, 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 I was coming into that whole drive. I had, I had this whole plan. Okay. The Steelers have hardly won the toss all year. So we have we have had to take the ball in the first half so often. And I was looking at that there saying, okay, let's get three, hold the Browns, get the ball to start the second half, get another score, boom, we're well on our way. Mm-hmm. That was my initial, that was my initial reaction for not liking the play. I you had to come away from I felt you had to come away from that drive with points. Okay. Okay. Um where we go from, yeah. Where it went after that, then just then it was just like, oh, and on top, then, then it was just to me was compounded. Yeah. Now the compounded part, you didn't, I couldn't see. I mean, you know, nobody knows that part's coming, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody knew that when, once that play happened and we ran that fake that, you know, Boz was going to get knocked out the game, we weren't going to have a kicker, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was compounded. That just then takes that what I already had as anger as if there was a time to that it was okay to just take the points. I felt it was that particular game, especially when it has been so long since we had received a second half kickoff. Yeah. Okay. I saw it as an I saw it as an opportunity to do what a lot of teams like to do in the NFL lost. To, to score and then score again coming out. Yes. yes. All right. I completely see all that. And for all those reasons, it would make a lot of sense to kick the field goal. And if it was me, I think I probably would have kicked the field goal as well. But I'm not avidly against what they did. I'm avidly against how they did it. But And now, so I'm going to lay out where I disagreed. And to me... I feel like so much of it is outcome-based. And that's what frustrates me more than anything. Because really, I don't, if you're someone who thinks the, the field goal, oh, why'd you do that? Look at what happened. I'm okay with that. Oh, well, it, it's, I like that they tried it. I am okay with that too. My problem is, is people that are like, anyone who thinks that that was a good idea is stupid. No, no you're stupid. <laughs> okay. <Go ahead>. Now, <laughs> let me tell you where I would have, or how I would have liked this play more okay if the ball is on the same spot of the field mm-hmm. and it is fourth and two yeah i like to call a lot more even but if the call turns out the same way if it's watch. fourth and two 
they're probably going to be looking for it more. So that's why I understand right. with fourth However, and nine, if you're like, if your play is designed uh, to get 10 okay. yards, it didn't matter if it was fourth and nine or fourth and two. I okay. I can, okay, that I can understand as well. But then if, it, if I'm going to pull that fake out on fourth and nine, mm-hmm. I'm pulling that out on fourth and nine from, from the 22, yeah, not the 11. Okay, mm-hmm. because I have more field to work with. The bank or the Browns are having to cover more f- field. Yeah. Okay. We end up being limited into what we can do there because really at that point, the only option is to throw to the end zone. You've got to throw it to the end zone because mm-hmm. basically if you come up short, it's the same as if you didn't throw it at all. Yes. So well, I, I understand. So, all right. So now let me lay it out for you here. Okay. You, there's not a lot of time left. There's what? Just over a minute and a half, right? Yep. That's one of the reasons I'm like, I'm okay with it um, for sure. that reason. Yes. Two, you're, you're getting, you, you weren't kicking the ball where you're trailing. You weren't going for a kick when you're right. trailing. So you're not squandering a chance to tie or take the lead. You are tied. You would stay tied. That's one. Two. Yep. You already have them backed up at their own. It would be at their own 11 yard line. What are they going to try to do right there? One, Actually, it's going to take them a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because if it falls incomplete, you don't get it where they're spotted. Because it was never say, spotted. Oh, kick it. So, so you're looking at that. Now, of yep. course, you could say what's, I mean, you, Generally, what do you think is the worst thing that happens? The snap goes bad to Boswell. They fumble. They pick it up, run it for a touchdown. Um, Boswell, you know, gets hit or has a bad throw. They pick it off to run it back for a touchdown. So there's bad things that could happen no matter what. But that's what you could have on every single play. That's why you can't live in your fears. You've got to say, hey, we can execute this. So, So there's not a lot of time. So the chances of the Browns getting down there to score would be more difficult based on the field position. It's not like you're going for a fake punt and give them a short field. As we, as we saw is what happened anyway. Yeah. Browns got the ball there. The Browns went one first down and then they ended up having to punt. So, so I understand that Two, You're an underdog on the road in a division game. And how much momentum are you giving the Browns for stopping that? Maybe a little. How much momentum are you are you gaining if you score there? Huge. You talk about faking a field goal, getting a touchdown, and getting the ball to come back to start the second half. That that could that could have been a dagger moment. Oh, it, it could have been. My again, <laughs> as I kind of brought up before, and, and I know it's the mathematician in me. Okay. The mathematician in me is is looking at the fact that though basically on that particular fake, it the outcomes are score a touchdown mm-hmm. or fail. Yes. What was not still an option that I like to still have available, you know, it technically was there, but it really wasn't. First and that down. is make a first down and yeah. extend the drive. No, that should have been an option. You know why? Because in a play like that where, where players are doing things they're not used to doing, including those on the defense, depending on who's out on the field, getting a penalty is almost as much of the odds as completing the pass. 
And the Steelers actually did that part of it. They drew what should have been the penalty. Correct. Because my point is people are like, people that are like, that was just a dumb decision. I don't care what would have happened. Even if it would have worked right, it was still dumb. You wouldn't be saying it was dumb. Even if he doesn't complete the pass, even if they don't get the first down, even if everything still happens, but they drop the flag. And the flag comes out, and the Steelers get the ball at the five-and-a-half-yard line, first and goal. And two or three plays later, they score a touchdown. Got to go for two. Um, and even if they don't get it, and they go up six into halftime. You know, or even if they then – or they go for it on – you know, don't get in the end zone there and and don't get the points of the board because Boswell's hurt. But they run down the clock, and it's even pushed further back. There were other things that still could have worked out to their advantage if things just would have been done properly, like throwing the flag. But once again, that's that's results-based. So the Steelers put themselves – you know, what is a trick play? What's the definition of a trick play? The trick play is that that it's the likelihood of you succeeding is not more than 50%. That's what makes right. it a trick play. If the likelihood no. of succeeding makes, was more makes, than 50%, you'd what, do it all the time. What makes it a trick play is the idea of the play is to trick the other team. Yes. This technically was not a trick play because yeah. it didn't fool anybody. Well, and here's <laughs> – and Coach Tomlin laid this out. And once I see this, this frustrates me that I'm like, this is the part of the call that I don't like. The part of the call that I don't like is that the Browns were able to be tipped off to what they were doing because they didn't keep their same field goal formation. They usually have their tight ends on opposite sides and they put them both on the same side. That's that's no good. The that's whole no good. thing there, you have to they would have had to basically run up, snap the ball. Yeah. So Coach Tomlin was upset that the snap was delayed. Then he was asked today about it. They're like, well, if the snap was delayed, why didn't you call a timeout? Well, it wasn't delayed that much. If the snap was delayed enough to alert the Browns that they basically took off any kind of field goal rush right, right. there. All no. they have to do is call fake, fake, even before they snap it, if they knew it was coming. Now, there goes your element of surprise. Here's my other question. My question is, is were, were the Browns even going to send a rush there? Or were they going to play it safe? I mean, I'm again. Yeah. I'm ta- again. I br- I keep bringing this things up. Field position for me there, and the fact you've got Boz back there. I, I doubt they they're. I doubt content giving up I three. Doubt they're they co- I, giving up three is a win, and that's probably correct. why Tomlin went for it. He's like, I don't want to give them a win for stopping us. Now, do I give yeah. a bigger win if they get if we get nothing? Sure, right. but they were they were okay going to stop for the three. Okay. And you're talking about Boswell, who for last year and this year has been one of the top kickers in the NFL, sitting in basically gimme range. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't think they were going all out block kick and you'd have had guys open on that. I think they'd have played, you know, would you have had six guys covering two? No, but you'd have probably still had three, three to four guys covering two. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And I mean, and you had two big, tall guys there to try to throw the ball up to that. If they go up, maybe they try maybe they get interfered with yeah. one of those other things. I, I have something else I do want to say. I noticed Cam Hayward was downfield. 
But I didn't look to see where Cam Hayward was lined up. Correct. Was he yeah. lined up as an eligible I, I receiver? I don't know. He may have been so, legal. Um, it, so I don't know. But also, that's that 5-15 rule. If he would have been five-yard penalty for downfield, but the 15-yard penalty for, for, for a hit, then his five-yard penalty didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's just the way that that, that they do that when it comes to those personal foul penalties. Yeah. Um. So the thing was the execution wasn't good. Go ahead. Yeah. Because so I, I, I want to go. One other thing that I that I don't like, and again, this was totally outcome. An, another part that was totally outcome based. Now, my first initial, like I said, anger on this play had nothing to do with when the play was done was before the play was even over. I didn't like the call at the particular time and spot on the field. But the other thing that has to happen on a play like that is Chris Boswell has to be told, you're going to take it, you're going to roll right. If it's covered, just ditch it immediately. Don't put yourself at risk. I'm sorry, but he he, yeah. he kind of held that, held that, held mm-hmm. that. Made trying throw, to make a play, trying to make a play that I, that anybody could see really wasn't ever going to be there. Um, well, and it and it ended up hurting the Steelers. Was should that have been a flag? Yes, but I can also tell you why the flag wasn't thrown. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because he wasn't a quarterback. Because he, he should, right. although he should be protected. He should like be one. protected like a quarterback. But again, that's all happening very quickly. Me as a referee, I'm looking out there and seeing Chris Boswell. I'm not thinking in the same frame of mind that I would be thinking if that was Baker Mayfield or Ben Roethlisberger out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. Well, that I'm just saying that might be an excuse, but it's a terrible one. Oh, it's a terrible. It's a terrible excuse. Should have been a flag. But at the same time. Yeah. I mean, for someone who, you know, working coaching football, special teams, working with the kickers, we, we had, fakes but we also had fire we also had what happens if there's a bad snap you know and you have four receivers that we would have we would have the two tight the, the two outside and the two inside guys that were eligible receivers the two outside guys they both went to the corners they went to each corner you didn't know which way the ball was going to go then you had one of your tight ends that was supposed to be just into the end zone in the middle of the field the other two or the other two the other tight end i say tight end it could have been anyone in position but lined up as the tight end position was supposed to go to the back of the end zone in between the uprights. And w- that, and we say to the kicker or the holder, hey, if you're about ready to get – if you're picking up the ball, don't know what to do, and looks like you're going to get killed, throw it to the back of the end zone in the middle of the uprights. Yep. It's his job to be there, give him a chance to try to make a catch. Exactly. Even if you don't see it. Yep. In, in a play like that with Boswell – he should have. I'm not saying someone should have been at that specific spot. One of the one of the contingency plans should have been: Hey, we've got a tall tight end. You're if nothing else, and you can't see him be open. You need to throw it high, like at the pylon or wherever he was going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know exactly what that was, but that's now, just one of the things you do. Um, I'm not. Again, okay. I will sit here and scream and scream and scream. But yes, there should have been a flag on that play. Mm-hmm. However, however that play should never be looked at as dependent on a flag. Yeah. Okay. Because of the same thing as a baseball coach, I tell all my hitters. Okay. At a full count, if that ball is close, you better swing the bat. Yeah. Because I would rather you swing the bat and miss on something close than for you to leave it in the hand. Let it go by and let your fate be put in somebody else's hands. Yeah. Yeah. To a subjective call. 
My favorite was a kid this year that looked at looked at a you know umpire called a strike high. I mean it was mm-hmm. high. It was like up above the layer. It was here. Mm-hmm. And the kid didn't like it. Okay. And the pitcher throws another one. Same spot. The umpire calls it a strike. And the kid's still not happy. Two pitches later, same spot. The umpire calls strike three, and the kid's bad and coming in. It's like that's not a strike. I said, that's your fault. It's like, what? I was like, he threw the ball the same spot three times, and the umpire called it three times. Is it a strike? No. But if you can't learn after the first two and swing at it by the third one, then you're dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't yeah, call well. the kid dumb, but I know what you're saying. Um, maybe you did. Who knows? Um, a couple of things I want to want to say about it is, of course, Coach Tomlin's a genius if it works, but everyone oh, yeah. hates it. But I also want you to say you got to think big, you know, more, more perspective. How many times have we complained about Coach Tomlin not going forward on fourth down, fourth and, and one in midfield in the in the in in, in the in the I, playoff I'm, game? I'm not yeah. mad at Tomlin yeah. today. Yeah. Okay, I was mad in the moment. Yeah, because again, I think I mentioned to you right before we went on here. It was because me if i was coaching your your knee jerk you're supposed to have a knee jerk reaction okay (laughs) if i you know me at at that point in time if i'm the coach i have a plan and he went i felt way out of what his plan should have been Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that i just so much that i disagree with it now i didn't like it I think I brought it enough here. I didn't like it based on down and distance on the field where the field position was. Yeah. And, and like I said, a couple of other factors too. And the fact that I don't think you were necessarily going to get a big rush out of them anyway, given the field position. Um, I, I think there was, I, I think that there was enough there that your, your, what I want to say success percentages mm-hmm. were going down and down and they were yes. down low enough that, I personally would not have tried the play. Yeah. You know what? But I'm with you. If that play works, genius. No, I was still going to be mad in the moment. I was, if, if we would have scored a touchdown there after I yelled stupid right on the step, I'd have turned to Kyle. My thing would have been like, man, I'm glad that worked out. But that was, I said, that was awfully gutsy because it shouldn't have. (laughs) I understand. I have a lot of things I still need to roll through here. Get the first thing I'm going to say in response to that is how the percentages come down, come down, come down to make you not want to do it. Yep. But you also got to look at risk reward. You've got to look at the big rewards you're going to get because oh, here's the thing. Yeah. Listen, percentages. What are your odds of winning the lottery? Next to nothing. Yet they don't have any problem selling lottery tickets. Because even if the percentages are low, low, because the reward is so high, that's why they sell lottery tickets. It's just... I don't know. Apparently, apparently if if you were my wife in the dreams I had last week, you know, it happens like five times because I had a dream that, you know, she had a winning lottery ticket. And then, you know, then I go into the next dream thinking, oh, that was a a dream only for it to pop back up again. So I had five (laughs) different dreams in one night, each time thinking... Oh my gosh, this is true. Oh my gosh, this is true. And then I finally woke up and I was like, yeah, it was just a dream. Yeah. And it's so funny because like Mark Tobin says here, he's like, he says, he says, Tomlin picks the wrong moments of the game to get fancy. Okay. Are they? 
Are they? Are they? No, they're not. You just don't like that it doesn't work out because we're still saying that why didn't they go for it on fourth and one in the playoffs? Why didn't you, you know, rather than punt it, you know what? If they go for it and don't get it, we were just, we would, how furious would we be? How furious would we be as fans? That's Why would you try to go for that? We haven't been able to get one yard are, all year. You and I haven't had, we didn't really fight about this the way we thought we would, but no, it's too outcome. In, it's too outcome dependent. I have to say, because I, I still, and now you're like, Dave, what about the problem you had in 2019 when they ran the wildcat? Okay. Part of me still looks back at that and say, I was still mad about, about how it worked out only because before they even did it, I'm like, this is going to be a disaster. And it was part of it was because, you know, I was right. But to well, me, that the was reason my was, reason well, for yelling stupid when yeah. the snap went, I just knew that yeah. it was not going to be good as it went. But at the same time, the reason good. to me, this is different than that wildcat situation. We'll explain it to you. One, you had a person who still, you know, it, the whole thing was botched. You had James Conner back to run the Wildcat. He was not the person running the Wildcat for you all season. You're right. in, you the wrong you're in freaking December. You didn't have the right running back in there. He's never thrown an NFL pass. He hasn't been back there taking the snaps to do this. So you didn't have the right – and you're like, well, was Boswell the right person to throw this pass? You know what? Boswell has one more pass than James Conner's career, and it was a freaking touchdown. Okay? Yeah. So I'll see that. That's one, too. As soon as you line up in the Wildcat, you're not disguising what you're going to do. Everyone knows that it's something different coming. You just have to know if you can react to it. Right. At least this, they were trying to catch them off guard. They just didn't do a very good job of it. So that's my that's me comparing it to the whole Wildcat situation. I'm going to go back and do what I did. You know, I, I got a go quick ahead. question. Okay, I just was thinking on this. So, what are what you know? How how big an arm does Boz have? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know why the best play there would have been to Boz roll right, throw hard back left to big press to big press, make it have to tackle him. <laughs> bust big out press. your sundial see how long it takes him to get there yeah okay um <laughs> sorry so <laughs> i'm going to go back and and compare to a play where high where tom was highly scrutinized and i still defend him to this day when we were sitting in the stadium in the playoffs in 2017 and they chose to go for an onside kick yep. okay and people are like, why in the world did you do an onside kick there? Okay, look at what you just did. You gave him a field goal, blah, blah, blah. That was 100% outcome dependent. If the Steelers actually get that onside kick, Steeler fans will still be talking about how they won the Super Bowl that year because Mike Tomlin was a genius to go for the onside kick and they got it and came back and won the game. You know? But the reason they're like, oh, but but you 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 – Gave it away. No, you didn't. Okay. Cause you have to look at how the game's working out. Cause in that game, they had not, you had to, you didn't have the timeouts. You had to hold them to a three and out. Did it matter if you held them at a three through a three and out from the 25 yard line or from the 45, your own 45 yard line? Didn't matter. Didn't matter. You had to have a three and out no matter what. And you know what so, the Steelers hadn't had that whole and this had won the whole game. Had, had won the whole game. Won the whole game. So to think that they're going to have a three and out right there, you know, that's you, not your you, at you least upped, you give yourself a chance. Right. Then you everyone's like your percentages. You then felt, they got then they got the field goal and made it a two store two score game. Yes, they got the field goal. Do you want to know why? Same thing as this. 
because it was executed so poorly to a point that you could that you're like the odds the odds of it being executed that bad was lower than the odds of you actually succeeding like yep. the odds of chris boswell getting hurt on that play was lower than the odds of the steelers getting a touchdown on that fit, field goal okay but yet the lower odd things happened and the lower odd thing happened with the steelers on that onside kick cuz what did they do they kicked it only 5 yards and got a penalty for touching it which instantly only got you five yards forward and got the penalty on top of that to where they could kick a field goal without getting a first down. If you just have a regular onside kick that goes 10 yards and you don't get it, then, then they'd have to get a first down to be in field goal range in a normal circumstance. Yep. So it was such a bad execution of it, but I had no problem with that. It was the right call. He gave his team a chance to get the ball back to win it rather than just living in his fears and kicking it away and say, hey, let's do something we haven't been able to do all game, and that is stop them for, for the run. And you know what? And the way that played out, they probably wouldn't have stopped them to kick it deep anyway because they kicked that field goal on a fourth and half a yard. And if I'm, I'm telling you that if it would have been not in field goal range, they'd have gone forward and fourth down and probably got it. Oh, yeah. So all right, I got two different comments I want to bring up here real quick. First one, Go uh, okay. So 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 Bert Tavares says we had another half play. It was unnecessary to, to put Boz at risk. Um, you always put Boz at risk. Yeah, even on a regular field ball attempt, he's at risk. Right. How I will say this: they. My other issue was is that we subjected Boz to mm -hmm. more risk than what he normally would have. Than what he normally would have been, and then it became evident that we have no plan outside of boss. Yeah. I still think it's Derek Watt. That will not, that will not be the case moving forward. Yeah. That I mean, will be something now that I did will be addressed. They will have an emergency plan in place for if that happens again. Well, I mean, if you're going to play it that way, then, then here's my question. Why is Presley Harvin the holder? He's your only punter on the team. If, right. if something happens where a snap gets rolled to him and the defense comes across and crushes him, you just lost your punter. Why not have Mason Rudolph hold? He's Correct. not getting on the field any other way. Correct. You know you what I'm saying? Mason. So you can't, but, you but can't do that. It's I would, the NFL. I would argue you this, about, about although it. I don't know how it is now, but, yeah. you know, early in the career, you know, BTR mm -hmm. was pretty good at, you know, laying some punts out there. So... <laughs> Remember, remember Ben used to, yeah, we had a couple times where Ben punted the ball on like third and longs. <laughs> yeah. Do you even remember those? Yep. Hello. Okay. Yep. So then the very next comment I have to bring it up too. You know, it doesn't really matter. Steelers won. Yeah, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's the whole point of this thing. We got to go back to, we got to hit back on this. We don't have to always agree. We just need to keep Correct. on loving the Steelers. Love the so Steelers and love we the one. disagree on this. I disagree with them. I'm sure tons of people are disagreeing with, with you or me or whatever in the live chat and everything. You know what? And, and that's and fine. Okay. We just got to yep. love the Steelers and enjoy the win. And, and let me tell you what, and I, I enjoyed the win. I just kept I just kept telling Kyle, it's like, I hope they hold on to win this. I hope they hold on to win this. I said, I want them to win this so that all of that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You know? And you know what? I saw people say the final score should have been 20 to 10. Absolutely not. You do realize, you do realize that if Chris Boswell does not get hurt, the Steelers may not win that game because it might go to overtime. Because that's a whole different scenario. The, oh, so he doesn't get hurt. They don't get it. Or let's say even say they kick the field goal and he misses it. Okay? 
which probably, I mean, come on. The, the the odds of Chris Boswell missing that field goal were less than him getting yeah, there. But, you know what I'm saying? So, however, there um, were times there were times on both the touchdown yeah. drives mm-hmm. where we had fourth down, yeah, in field goal range, and probably would have taken field goals, the, but yeah. instead we went for it because we had to. We converted yeah, eventually got touchdowns. I mean the Jess, the, the Jesse James. The Pat Fairmuth, I'm just thinking that because one, it was um, he caught a, his first touchdown in forever um, on Sunday. Oh, um, and Kyle, highlight, I'm like, hey, look, Jesse James got that. That's ball. exactly um, what Kyle said when we saw the highlights. He said, hey, Dad, look, or I yelled the Kyle said, hey, Kyle, guess what? What? I said, Jesse James caught that ball. Yeah. And he, he wasn't in the room at the time. He came in. He's like, oh, yeah, of course they yeah. give him that touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> the play to Fairmuth on fourth down and the beautiful catch and everything. If Boswell's not healthy, they're kicking a field goal. Mm-hmm. They are, and then you're talking about when when the Browns went forward on fourth and twelve when they were down five, and some people felt they should have kicked the field goal, kicked it away, trusted their defense to stop the Steelers and get the ball back for a field goal to win. You know, I wonder how. I bet you that's what people were talking about upset on Browns podcasts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure. So, but if yep. not, then that's a field goal to tie, and they're taking that field goal. So. You're to just assume that you're going to hit every extra point. You're you're not going to do that because the Steelers had to play with a different mentality, and so therefore I'm like, did it stink that Boz was out? Yes. Do I hope he doesn't miss any more games? Absolutely. Would I trade how any of this played out? No, because it uh, it there was a there were a thousand different. It's a it's it's Marvel's what if? How many different scenarios were there? I don't care. This was the one that gave the Steelers the win. Go ahead. Yeah, but what ticked me off the most. Later on, when I got to looking at things, uh-huh. I had multiple, multiple fantasy teams where I needed a kicker this week, and I got Boz like all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it is what it is. We are running way over, but we knew we were going to, that was possibly going to happen tonight because of the topic of the show. We aren't even talking about the Bears because you know why? It's Tuesday. Normally, that's really lean. This is like Monday. Yeah, it really because is. Because they play next Monday. Everything's pushed back today. Now, Tomlin spoke on Tuesday, which really threw us off. But at, at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. But you're not even going to get an injury report till Thursday. So we haven't gone too much into the next game. So we didn't go into that. We did talk about that you're going to be there. Rich, tell me about what you're thinking. Um you know, first of all, let everyone know exactly why is your whole family going to this game? Why is this one so all right. special? So if you haven't been listening here before, this is special that we're all going. We actually know one of the Bears players. Uh, he he attended William & Mary while we were there. Um, he was friends and spent a lot of time with a family that was really good friends of ours. So we kind of got to know him as well. He and one of the other football players that hung out with that family came to a lot of Kyle's baseball games because, you know, Kyle and and uh, um, um, and now I lost his name. Anyway, yeah. um, Braden um, took a second there. Kyle and Braden, you know, played on on teams together, and Braden was the son of the folks they were good friends with, and so we got to know both Zach, who did not get to go on and try out for the NFL due to some injuries, but we also but we got to know Dre some as well. So we're excited because we're we're all wanting to go. To the game and see Dre. Um, to the point Not where we'll, but you just want to see no, that he's yeah, he, yeah, you're in the NFL, you're gonna lose. It, here's, <laughs> no, here's what we want to do. You know, it's like are we gonna make some posters? Yeah, probably. 
Mm-hmm. Are we going to try to get down close while they're doing warm ups and stuff? Yes, absolutely. Do we hope we can get Dre's attention? So he'll come, you know, would love to get him come over and, and, and autograph one of the posters, but really just want to say, Hey, and actually want to check and see how his little girl's doing. Um, things like that. Um, just cause it's cool. Like I totally know how we can totally get his attention and easily. Um, so, so, so that's kind of fun. Now it's going to, so the pregame for us is going to be all about Dre. Okay. Once they quit, <laughs> once the ball is set on the tee, forget it, man. Sealer's got to okay. kick some butt. <laughs> no, no, once, once you hear the word brave, it's over. <laughs> yes. yes. After the land of the free and the home of the brave, that's it. Yes. That's it. I know exactly what you mean. So that's good. You'll be there. I'm excited for you all to, to be to be able to go. You'll be in, in section 122 if anyone wants to come down and check you out. Rich, we've got to get to the big question. We still got to sure do it do. anyway. Yep. Okay. So everybody remember, don't put them don't up yet, but get them ready. Put get them in ready. There. Get them don't ready. Push send. But don't 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 press end. Don't press end. Okay. Get ready with your scores because Rich is going to tell us his score for Monday night. Here's my question leading up to it. Does the first team to double digits win this game? Because it really is about the defenses in both of these. It is, but actually I kind of like where the Steelers are going. I still – I don't know that it's going to be that – it's not going to be the game we just saw this past week. There's mm-hmm. going to be more points. Okay, yeah. probably both sides. Um, I expect the Steelers to still have some good success running the football. Um, I think that our offensive line is finally starting to get nasty at running the football. I like it. Uh, we need some more of it. Um, and honestly, I, I, I think offensively, the Bears just do not have the weapons to be able to attack the Steelers' defense the way they'll really need to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, are you uh, you know you ready for my score? Because I you know. absolutely do it. All right. Um, <clears throat> score for this one, um, I. Th- think is going to the game may be close early i expect the steelers to have a small lead at the half and then come out in the second half and i don't want to say totally blow it open but based for on the points that are going to be scored it'll kind of seem that way steelers win uh 24 12 24 12 there you go i just brought up the word scores in there yeah sean and bert you don't get yours oh they jumped the gun Yep, they jumped the gun. So 24-12, I could see that. Here you go. Oh, Kathy was ready. Kathy Ford, Steelers 24, Bears 17. Whoa, these jumped a big time. Everybody had them so, ready. That's okay. why. They're George Testins got 31-20 Steelers. Uh, hashtag pay Kyle, 24-14. You were pretty close. Wes yep. says 38-13. He says Najee scores three TDs. That would – oh, man. It, I could see that because it's a color rush game. Because it seems like – when you're there for color rush games, yeah, it, they crazy do things happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Steelers Pittsburgh says 24 10 Steelers. Devin Logan says 28 13 Steelers. Uh, Richard Adamson says 24 18 Pittsburgh. Brian Brown says 10 to 3 Steelers. Boz gets a TD pass. Thank <laughs> 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 you. Oh, that's. Oh, uh, says twenty seventeen uh, with a, with with Boz coming back to kick a game winner. Steel Dog eighty eight says twenty three ten. Steelers defense gets six sacks. That, that I could. I, I believe I it or not, I can see it. Yeah, Brian Blackstock. 
Steelers 35-17. A lot of people saying defensive touchdowns with them. They got Minka with a pick six. Stacey Lynn says 21 to 10 Steelers. Reginald, Reginald River says 31-17 Steelers. Um, Craig J. Lawson says 24-13 Steelers with actually with a black and a black heart and a gold heart. Okay. Greg Schallenberger says 26-16 Steelers without any trick plays. <laughs> Love it. Mark Tobin says 24-10 Steelers. Clarence Washington says 24-10 Steelers. Um, Bert, sorry, you don't get yours. Sean, yeah. you don't get yours. Um, all right. Chris Pugh, hey, one of the Ohioans, one of the power half hour. Um, Steelers 10, Bears 9. He says Lambeau gets hurt. Big press gets the game-winning field goal. I <laughs> uh, Gotta love it. Jerry Terry Band says um, Steelers 27, the Bears Seventeen. Oh, he said the bear, Bob. Seventeen. Um, John Loof, twenty-two to nine Steelers. Um, outside Steeler fan says Steelers thirty-one fifteen. Um, Reginald Rivers says thirty-one seventeen Steelers, and Steelers haven't beat the Bears since two thousand five. Yeah, we know that. That's we don't want to talk about that. Demetrios says twenty-seven thirteen Steelers. Got to get that offensive um, um, point total up. So, yeah, I could see that. Good, good um, choice on score there, Demetrius. That was actually what I almost went with. Yeah, how about Pat Hankinson? Ten to nothing, Ten Steelers. Nothing. I'll be honest. I mean, I, this is one. It's the NFLs. I, I don't predict shutouts or anything like that, or yeah. some, sometimes even single-digit scores. But if there's a time where the Steelers' defense could make a statement and really you know, keep the point total low, I think this could be the game. Yeah. Okay. Um, Varus Lovett says 23-10 Steelers. And I, I will say this, Mike, Mike Tomlin said this today. He's like, Justin Fields is is getting some confidence. He's going to run. You know, you're going to see more from him, like even more running, things like that, as he's getting more games under his belt. So, right. um, but at the same time, he's still yeah, but- a young player. You could, you know, you, you know, get some Trent Jordan going at him, maybe, maybe oh. get some turnovers there as well. Steelers so. at home, color rush game. Oh. Prime time. I feel a block punt coming on. Oh, yeah. I could, you know, dial that one up. That that sounds like a good one. Okay. Maybe get some dilly dilly. I don't know. Dilly dilly. <laughs> um, so um, Bernardo Vasquez says, I always go against the Steelers just to reverse jinx it. So he has a Bears win in 17 to 9. Sounds like um sounds like Andrew. Um, who already had to head out here early tonight um, in his staff picks. Some people are like, why are you picking against the – he's like, read what he says. He's been wrong every week. So since he's been wrong every week, he's just going to keep picking against the Steelers. So um, – and how do I say this one? Rands 87 Irocks. No, we'll go with that. Says he likes 17-3 to three Steelers defense will be fired up. I like it too. We're still coming at you. I'm not sure – Next week, we're going to be things will be off a little bit because of the game being on Monday. I'm not exactly sure when we'll be coming at you. I'm still waiting for one podcast producer, Brian Anthony Davis, to, to let us know the plan. But, um, more importantly, uh, we're excited. We're, we're, we're excited to you know watch the Steelers again. You'll be at the stadium when you're at the stadium. I feel like I'm at the stadium, if you know what I mean. Um, it's just kind of how family works. Yep. Um, most importantly, three straight wins. Four and three on the season, above 500 for the first time since week one. 
these are the these are the games. This next game is this isn't one where you can let down. You can't be like the Titans almost losing to the Colts. You can't be like the Bungles knocking out almost half the Survivor League, including you. But they were watching yeah. the other game that ran way late with Kyle mm-hmm. and rooting big time for him because he was yeah. he was needing the Titans to win so that he stayed in. So he could stay. I wanted in. to make sure one of the two of us yeah. stayed in, which is why we mm-hmm. quit picking the same. We made sure we weren't picking the same teams every week, so we wouldn't both get knocked out the same week. Yeah. So, so, but that's that's people need to realize that is what happens. Teams, this it happens to all teams. You know, if if teams won every game they were supposed to win, then you would have an undefeated team every year. It's it just what happened. So the Steelers can't come out and let this be a letdown game. I love that they're doing the color rush to make sure it doesn't happen after that big emotional win against against Cleveland. So you're coming back Monday night. Prime time, color rush. What do you have to say about this, Rich? Hey, get down section 122 during the game. Myself, Big Bro, and Mrs. Big Bro will be sitting down in section 122. But before the game, the warm-ups, we'll probably have uh, SCO 2.0 and uh, and um, SCO, uh, I, don't, I don't know what. I don't even know what to call her. <laughs> we, we call her Rexy, okay. but there's reasons for it. So Kyle Kyle can tell everybody about it on there. Um Rexisco is what we you know we'll call her, I guess. Okay. Um we'll be there, we'll be around, keep an eye out. Um come over, say hey. Um looking forward to it. Monday night, prime time, another steal of W so I can take in that deep breath. Can't wait. Oh how it rips me, beloved makes me live for tomorrow.